<laughs> Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers, episode two, version... Fuck you. I'm your host, Blake. Chris. And Gator. And guys, there's a lot going on. We've got like hyperinflation out of control. We've got uh, gas prices that are going up. We've got fucking the war in Ukraine. But what I really want to uh, cover right off the bat is Tom Brady, right? Because we all know that he's the GOAT. And apparently he's come out of retirement to continue working. And I, and I have some theories, but what, what do you guys think? Oh, I think it was a, I think it was a, um, it was a bartering move, dude. If he retires, they're going to have to offer him more money to come back. It's all about contract agreements. You don't think he ever actually had intentions to retire? Absolutely not. I've been hearing that goats are getting a hard rap lately. I did like how he played it, though, because he, the way he played it was uh, he got with his buddy LeBron James. And LeBron James was like, hey, you and me are the greatest that have ever done what we do. I'm just going to keep doing being the greatest. And something along those lines. And Tom Brady was like, all right, fuck this. I'm not done either. I'm coming back. <laughs> so uh, one of the one of the memes online is like Tom Brady had to spend like two months at home. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like Tom, like this morning, his wife was like, I think today we should go to Whole Market. And he's just like, fuck this. I'm going to play football again. <laughs> you know? I'm not done. <laughs> Yeah, that one that one makes sense. That's a that's a solid sound theory. His kids were like, "Daddy, I hate Disney World," and he's like, "Dude, oh, dude. fuck this! Yeah. I'm, I'm playing football. I'm gonna get punched in the face again. Coming out of retirement." So uh, here's here's a story. Motherfucker, a dad, a motherfucker, spent five hundred thousand dollars. That's half a million dollars on Tom Brady's last football, his last tu- his last touchdown football, right? So this is a piece of history. That People should, are buying his balls. That should be worth a lot of money. People are buying his balls. Now, Tom Brady just came back out of retirement, which means that this $500,000 football is not going to be Tom Brady's last touchdown football. Because let's face it, he's going to make a lot more touchdowns now. Yeah. So the guy just wasted half a million bucks. On balls. On balls. On Tom Brady's balls. His touchdown balls. Which is cool, you know. I want to sell my balls for half a million bucks. Yeah, but you don't have touchdown balls, dude. What? What? I can have a touchdown ball right now. Do you think you have like sag down balls? Do you think this guy deserves like some damages or something? Like, do you think this guy? No, he made a bad investment, dude. Yeah. It's like he thought it was at the market bottom, and it still had more to go. At the point he that... was like, "No, it's, this is the lowest it's going to get. I'm going to buy in when it hits the bottom," and at it the... just kept fucking going, dude. And he like lost all his money. At the point that he retired, uh, I was like, "Nah, <laughs> no, he didn't. No." That's like, why. That's why you didn't go spend five hundred thousand dollars exactly. on Tom Brady football, right? <laughs> yeah, because I don't buy balls for five. He thought balls. about it. He he did a good uh, risk reward ratio. You I know? can't even buy a house for five hundred thousand dollars. Did some probability analysis, and uh, they're just giving those away these days. A bucket with holes in it over there. It's a great yeah, radio and a squeaky chair, dude. <laughs> what if you bought an NFT of his touchdown balls? You should like flick a ladder a couple times, cough. We need to <laughs> we need to make a meme that's Tom Brady's touchdown balls NFT, and then make that into an NFT and then sell that. It's like the NFL, but better with a T. Yeah, dude, we should totally make NFT balls. <laughs> NFT balls. <laughs> Write that down, dude. Yeah, NFT balls. Writing it down. Non fungible token balls. <laughs> balls touchdown balls so i got rid of the chairs that i thought were squeaking but check this out hey i think you left the squeaky ones I think it's your first ass, thing i dude. said when i sat down well when i lean back it doesn't squeak yeah almost none of them do but it's when i shift left and right side. Yeah. yeah 
You get tired of sitting on your wallet for too long. Let's see what's in the box. Oh, man. Well, tell them about the new box we got. We got a new box. The studio's evolving. Uh, New chairs, new uh, cum couch over there, and we have a new box. I don't know. It's real nice. It's made out of wood. Real sturdy. Real sturdy. Yeah. Looks like you can play D&D on top of it or something. Yeah. It's a legit box. There's finally a legit box, and it's not just a drawer or a... Or bag. Or a bag, you know. Or... Today, we are drinking Old Forester, the first bottled bourbon. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. The first bottled bourbon, huh? Do we want to read it? Nearly 150 years ago, my great-grandfather, my great-great-grandfather George Garvin Brown, and uh, No, that's good. That's good. It's not long, though. So he was a, that's what she said <laughs> every time to the old forest. Babe, you don't have to keep telling me. Damn, <laughs> I got it the first time. Shit. Uh, yeah, I'll never yeah. financially recover from this. All right, check out the pop. Y'all ready? Emotional damage. Oh, no cork. No, no, it's the original bottled whiskey of bottles. They didn't have corks back then, dude. Yeah, they definitely had screw on caps back then. Totally, dude. It's the dawn of automation and corks were out. Screw caps for in. It says 1870 on The dawn of automation? You just come up with that? No, it's kind of uh, akin to the industrial age. The industrial revolution. A whole new glorious dawn awaits. You must be smart. No. No. My farts smell too bad for that. <laughs> Tink. Tink. Old Forester. Please be kind. Oh, hello. Oh. All right. Uh-huh. You know? You know? Hey, uh, I approve of this message. Message? I didn't know you spoke Apache. Oh, so I'll put you in a little thing. So this is kind of a secret sauce thing, but I do make up kind of gibberish language. Yeah. And it's going to pay off one day. You think so? Mm-hmm. How's that? Uh, some situation will occur and I'll just have to use gibberish. But you have to be able to play it off like it's a real language. Oh, buddy. Let me tell you. Can you Usually me- making up your own language means you're homeless. Hey, I might be homeless at the time, and I gotta make up my own language at the time. Can or you- I'm like, I already got my own language, and I'm homeless. What else am I gonna do now? Fucking, <laughs> I just go with the top of the shit. And then the shit with the upload. No, 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 yeah, uh, and start a restaurant and start. <laughs> are you gonna write it? In, Authentic Gator food. Are you gonna write it in like <laughs> English letters? No, because that would be in, inauthentic. Your, your, I know this sounds ridiculous. It sounds stupid, but uh, uh, fucking homeboy that wrote uh, the Lord of the Rings. What's his name? Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Tolkien. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote Elven language, right? And everybody always fucking taught linguists are like, oh my god, he fucking wrote this language, and is I mean, they make a big deal about it. So I, I feel like you could uh, really establish your chops as a as a, a cunning linguist. Yeah. If uh, if you wrote down your own language. Well, I'm really inspired by this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't expect it coming into it because it just. You didn't think we'd like, be down? No, I just I hold it close all the time. I never share it with anybody. So this is exciting. What's the first word? Can you teach us one word in your language? Uh gunta hita. Denga shingo hinta. So that's two different ways of saying it. That's the southern dialect they use the second time. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, so in the southern dialect, it means uh, I'm happy to be here on Whiskey Whiskers podcast today. It's a it's a great show we're having right now. Period. <laughs> and you should a definitely sign up to their Patreon. Also check out Whiskey Whiskers podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It yeah. says all of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's all I'm, that's what's so... Uh, 
is the, is it's the, concise and efficient. As you, com- it's compressed. As you write it, is it just like a string of QR codes? It's QR codes in Braille. So you kind of, <laughs> it requires you to like read and close your eyes at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't hear it either. Like you can't like, you know how you can listen to an audio book? You can't like listen to this as an audio book and read it at the same time. It just, you'll get confused. It's too much. I'm confused already. Yeah, it's okay. It takes time. You'll learn. I'll pick it up. Man, I'm excited. I need to. You need to develop an app so that I can download the app and like learn your language that oh way. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. see, so, uh, th- look, the prospects are the, just multiplying. Fuck. That's crazy. Show me the learn your language app, dude. Yeah, I just need to get consistent with it, man. This is subscription, you know. Oh man, what if I sent like personalized messages in the language to people? You'd probably be a tech scammer or a narcissist or something. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably definitely be a tech scammer. Do you guys get? Have you guys been getting the tech scams? Uh, I get ones that are like your bank that isn't even a real bank has been corrupted. You need to call us. No, it's, it's, it's usually something number. super vague. It's like you're there. Obviously, everyone knows your car warranty is is about to expire. I think I've never gotten those. But. And they try to sweat you. They're like they're they're like this is your final notice. Like, you know, I yeah. get the uh, <laughs> you ever, dude. Don't fuck with me. What <laughs> you ever get the um? Hey, thanks for paying your AT and T bill last month. Click here to claim your free reward. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've never got one of those. Don't click there. No, I won't. (laughs) So, I chronically block numbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I delete that shit and block it. I block everything. I don't ever respond. I just, like, block the number. So, I'm used to these. So, I think we even talked about it on the show. I got one that was like, uh, this is the IRS, and we are canceling your social security number if you don't. No, like take care God. of it. And I was like, no shit. My social security number, bro, I use that thing. Or like, cancel you your Netflix You can't just cancel it. Come on, man. Uh, obviously, some are more easy to spot than others. But, uh, dude, I've been getting texts lately. And so I got one that was like, uh, it was asking like, hey, Catherine, is this you? And I'm like, who the fuck is this? And they're like, oh, well, it's me. You know, and I don't know, make up a name. And it's like, bro, you're a fucking liar. And I know you're a liar. You're either a liar or a robot. So, like, or you, both. Need, you need to step up your game, bro. Like, you need to be better. And then it's, don't insult me, bro. And then it, I think he went on to, uh, I think what he called me is a mother bitch. Don't insult me, mother you bitch. mother bitch. Dude, I, I never like, thought of you a mother bitch before. Damn, dude. Like, I, I thought I was being kind of cool. Like, bro, just be better and quit trying to scam people, you know? But you're actually, like, fuck you, mother bitch. You're a mother bitch now. <laughs> That totally sounds like an old man, like, yell at the car next to you or, like, the kids on the grass or something, you know? <laughs> like, you just str- string together two cuss words. He's like, did I come to your work and fuck with you? And you're like, yeah, you're doing it right now, you mother bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was cool, though. And then I had another one where I, I started fucking with him. And I was like, bro, you know, Shondahar, it's good to hear from you again, man. <laughs> like, you, you know, sorry about the rash that I gave you in Vegas. And he was like, oh, sorry, I had the wrong number. Ha ha, hope you don't mind. And I was like, all right. So I was super nice to one guy. I was just like, dude, be better. And he was like, fuck you, mother bitch. <laughs> and then this guy, I'm like trying to like bust his balls, you know? And he's just like, oh yeah, sorry. Ha ha. And he stopped fucking with me. So maybe that's the way to go. It's just fuck with him back hard. I just block number delete. Yeah. I don't even talk to those fools. Uh-uh. If I'm like, it's on my phone screen, they hacked my life. So I delete it and block it. <laughs> that's probably smart that's the route i should take i think yeah now they're like oh we have the secret code well there's the shit that for everything there's the shit that if you respond they they can some like they can possibly grab your metadata you know Dude, they'll send a swat team to your house but i use my metadata yeah you do your cookies 
Yeah. I love cookies. Chocolate chip cookies? Dude, chocolate chip. Pecans? That's why you get all those okay. dildo advertisements okay. on your social medias. Is that why? Yeah. I thought it was because I was shopping for dildos. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at all those cookie ads, that's why that happens? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> These cookie ads are trying to sell me cookies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I ain't falling for that shit again. Oh, man. Block and delete. Fool me once. <laughs> <laughs> they stole my cookies and my credit card numbers. God damn but mostly it. my cookies. And they I said have, they were going to send me a, a box car full of cookies. Now I have a $150 dildo subscription every month where I get 30 free dildos. Well, they're not free. They're, well, they're not they're free. Expensive. They tell you they're free, but you paid for them. <laughs> That's how that shit works. Yeah, it feels good at first, but then they're like, oh, yeah. We charged your credit card. When feels you good at first. Eventually, it just feels like you're taking it in the ass, you know? Yeah, yeah. Depending on how you. That can't you know. feel good. It just depends on what position you're taking on the whole matter, you know? <laughs> All right. Speaking of apps, right? Uh-huh. And texts and phone shit. Oh, dude. Uh, I guess. I guess. Uh, damn, where's the article? I don't even know where it is. So, is it Montana? It's Montana, right? No, Wyoming, bro. Wyoming? No. Okay. So, in Wyoming, they've got an app now where you can uh, claim your roadkill right from straight from the app. And then you can scoop it up off the fucking asphalt with a shovel and throw it right in the back of your truck or, you know. Uh, Corolla virus or whatever it takes and take it home and boil it and eat it. Dude, I'm all about this. I support yeah. this message. I think it's super progressive. Like, Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed with the leap in technology. Mm-hmm. Um, it's forward thinking. Yeah, it's so progressive, dude. It's cutting edge. Cutting edge. It's like the knife edge that cuts like through things. Like butter. It's like right there. Well, you know, they saw a, a modern problem, right? Like how are we going to claim this roadkill in a modern age? Uh, and they came up with a modern solution. Yeah, absolutely. And they're throwing in a, a you know American traditional culinary twist. What if you run over a person? Roadkill. Can you claim that? Um, I don't know if you want to claim that. What if you did? What and they're like, did? they're like, because you did, it's not bad. <laughs> they're like, oh no, it's cool. He claimed like, it on the app. Technically, because he claimed it on the app, because of Article Four, Section Two. There's a loophole there. Yeah, they're like, wait. No way. And they're like, is the car in the picture? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, fuck, god damn it. He got us. He outsmarted us. Yeah. The app got us. Damn technology. <laughs> no, but seriously, let's look at it in principle. How cool is it that you can like hit animals with your car and then eat them in Wyoming? You can do that here, honestly. But you can't put it on your app, bro. Now you have an app. Yeah, here you could potentially go to jail, I think. But Have you guys done that before? Real well, talk. Have you all ever hit something and like eaten, eaten it? it? No. <laughs> no, and I'm not trying to like. <laughs> you know, you hit it hard, like maybe like it's running down the road, and you hit it hard from behind. You know, and you yeah. know, you know, you shouldn't eat it, but like you're kind of drunk, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna eat it anyway. It's you know a, what I mean? After it, you hit it from behind, it's a clean kill and the best buck I saw all day, man. Like, what <laughs> fuck you want from me, dude? I mean, <laughs> if the meat's hanging, dude, I'm banging. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't get it. Well, you know, it's like uh, like the deer, you know, and you see all the meat on it hanging off its ribbies, and you're like, dude, I'm banging it with my vehicle, and I'm going to get that meat, dude. <laughs> Meat's hanging, we banging, bro. You know what I'm saying? What about what about if you're, like, uh, you know, killing varmints or something? Do you, uh, maybe not to eat, but just to, like, like, I've got a squirrel that lives in my shed. I need to blast this squirrel with a pellet gun, and right? So I brought a pellet gun home, and it's my intention to shoot the squirrel as soon as I see him again. The weather's getting nice. I'm going to shoot this motherfucker with a pellet gun. Ah, uh, and I'm going to solve my squirrel problem. 
But if I had an app, like should I should I claim that even if I'm not going to eat it, dude? Yeah, or should I eat it? Step one, you need to hit it with your car. <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> well, it lives in my shed, so that could be a problem. Yeah, dude, well, that's that's the other part. It, like if you run over like a squirrel, so you don't want to eat it as much. Like true. If you're in a big ass truck and you catch a deer right on the corner in the headlight, right in the neck, and it's just a clean kill, and they die immediately, and it's but, you know. But the squirrels like chop steak at that point. You know what I mean. Just fry the whole motherfucker up and yeah, just you bread it, eat right. around the bones. Nah, if, good. if you hit the deer and run over you it did. with the tires and it's cut it in half, and, <laughs> it's <you know>? fucking <laughs> gut sprayed out its asshole. Yeah, yeah, you leave a shit alone, you know. Oh, dude, now you got that, dude. Bite. But if you hit one and it's just like <laughs> doom, boosh and it flies off the front bumper and dies right there in front of you, it's like that's an eight point man. That motherfucker's going on the, above the fireplace. <laughs> it know? lands on a knife and like a rope and its feet fly up in the air to a tree and it just its neck slits open and blood spills everywhere and you're like wow dude holy shit i just slaughtered that fucking deer with my car gutted and quartered it too yeah meant to be landed in the ice chest it's weird dude wouldn't that be crazy (laughs) it's all cut up and there's like no hair at all the game warden's like uh you're going to jail and i'm taking your truck and your guns he's also like how'd you not get hair all over what what is the law in texas though if it's season if it's season and you hit a deer with a truck and then you tag it with one of your tags. Okay, we definitely shouldn't have to say this, but I'm going to go ahead and pre- preface this conversation with we don't know what the fuck we're talking about, so don't take our word for it. <laughs> this is also comedy, satire. <laughs> but I think I think you can call a game warden and say, hey, you know, this deer, it, it, it's dying. Oh, that's I'm a lot of shoot. work, and, and we're like, drunk. That's not the game. Wa- yeah, if you're drunk, you don't want to call <laughs> the game warden. Yeah, that's a lot of work, and we're drunk. That's that good advice. And really, it's my experience that you don't want to call the game warden, regardless of the situation. Yeah. You don't want him to like. Sometimes he shows up and you deal with it, but you don't want to like call on him to show up. Yeah, I grew up in, in the nineties. I don't want to talk to cops for any reason, yeah. like at all. They could be like, "I'm trying to help you." He'd be like, "I'm not." No, you're not. <laughs> no, I, you're not. I have the right to remain silent, motherfucker. Anything I say will probably be cuss words, calling you an asshole. <laughs> and let's be straight too. They're like, "Bro, is this your dog?" And you're like. Not saying shit. I've never seen that dog. And he's like, it's got like your tag on it. I'm just trying to find the dog's home. And you're like, don't know him. Never seen him. That's not my, he's lying. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. yeah so tell, it's Chris. Tell me I'm lying. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> not no. my dog. Not my problem. I don't you know. Don't talk to about. cops. And if, and if you like, if it gets to the point where you get arrested anyways, even after you're not talking to motherfuckers, which sometimes they get mad that you're not talking to them and they just arrest you. Uh, well then you just cuss them out. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's one way to Pretty go. much go from not saying anything to you, you arrest me, you piece of shit. Like, can you arrest me for no goddamn reason, you fucking cocksucking <laughs> motherfucker? Yeah, like, I'll kill you and your whole fucking family, you fucking bastard. Fuck you. Kick, kick shit on the way into spit, the car. Spit. spit. Yeah. yeah. That's that's Ooh. the way to be. They have a mask for that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, they take you to jail. Nah, that's when you go to jail. Well, no, well I mean. Wah, wah, wah. Well, well, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, you don't say shit. Just shut the fuck up. Once they arrest you, at that point, you fucking cuss and spit. <laughs> yeah, but then it's the whole anything you do can be used. Good. Use it against me. I called him an asshole for fucking not doing his job and arresting an innocent motherfucker. Yeah, but you were innocent <laughs> until you spit at him, and now you're fucked. That's assault, bro. Yeah. I think you just don't say shit to cops ever. Yeah. Ever. Easier said than done. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> Game wardens too, man. They're, <laughs> they're scary cops, dude. Anyways, long story short, I don't talk to cops. <laughs> No, but let's get back on topic about this whole or game kill wardens. Thing. Oh, did we lose? Did we lose track? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we got caught up in the. <coughs> 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 
<coughs> like, Dude, I think you can tag. I think you can tag the deer. I oh think, yeah. I think you can tag the deer, and it just it is what it is. Man, I think you can just throw it in the back of your truck if you're good enough and get off with it. What kind of gun do you get pulled off? Pulled over? F one fifty. It would just be bad if the front of your truck got fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why you and then you're driving home and like your headlights are all fucked up because a cop's gonna pull you over. Dude, if you're out driving around that shit, you better have a fucking grill guard. He's like, What happened? Oh dude, good thinking. Full This is Texas and you have a grill guard. Full of concrete. Yeah. Railroad tie. Ooh. You ever seen those? Those are the real it's redneck motherfuckers. Chicken wire railroad ties across the front of your car. Dude, have you seen the guy with a railroad tie on the front of his Only truck? Only in a horror movie. <laughs> There's usually a dead deer laying on top of it. Yeah. Dude, that's so badass. <laughs> Nobody'd fuck with you. They'd be like, nah, don't fuck with that guy. That guy with the railroad tire is a front bumper? Nah. Dude, it used to be if you had a gun rack in the window of your truck, that, that was a sign like, eh, we'll skip this house when we go to fucking robbing cars tonight, you know? Oh, now you're a target. Dude, now you're a fucking target. Your fucking guns are gone, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> gun racks are so cool, but they're so dumb, too. Mm-hmm. You're like, let me display my guns in the worst possible place. And then leave them. Walk away. Yeah. Go, go to sleep or something. Put a gun rack in my convertible, you know? All night long. <laughs> a Jeep? <laughs> yeah, Jeep. Ugh. Any vehicle, man. God dang. I feel like a Jeep, the gun rack you mount on the spare tire on the back, just like have a big-ass AR fucking mounted to the your spare tire. See, I think... With like a padlock on it. People put stickers <laughs> on their truck. This is Texas. And people put stickers on their truck that's like, you know... and, and I, I don't... I can't even imagine... Like, I can't even think... Like, they'll put a Browning sticker. How about that? That's basically saying you have a gun in the truck, right? Right? Same thing? That's yeah. making you a target. Yeah. If you put the AR on the back and it says, come and take it, it's like, bro, you're literally inviting them to come steal your AR that you have in your truck. Like, maybe maybe don't do that. Dude, we live in a we live in a city, in the suburbs of a city at least, and it, do people be robbing cars these days? You That's my point. You can't don't, be leaving guns in your fucking car anymore. But don't advertise that you have a gun in your car. That's. I feel like you should... Uh, uh, you tread lightly and carry a big stick, right? Like you, people shouldn't know that you have a gun. You shouldn't advertise anything in your vehicle except your podcast. Yeah, I definitely do that. Yeah, I promise I carry a big stick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a twenty-five. Miss the whole tread lightly part, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. Don't tread on me. Oh, yeah. that's different, right? What are the worst bumper stickers? Oh, man. are you guys down with bumper stickers? Do y'all have bumper stickers in your car? No, I don't like them because it makes me look uh, very unique. You know, it's like, oh, there's that vehicle. And it oh, it's like an this, identifier? Yeah, it had this bumper sticker on it. So, uh, no. get, a little, get, have- get a little personal here. My wife has zero tattoos. Zero. Mm-hmm. And uh, always surprise people. And and, uh, like, and everybody would be like, hey, what? Why don't, you, why don't you have any tattoos, you know? What the hell? And her, her response, I heard her say it one day to a stranger and was like, oh, shit. Damn. Uh, she was like, would you put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari? <laughs> mm, I would. I have a bumper sticker on my car, though. Well, it's not a bumper. I have the podcast sticker on the back, like on the back window. You also drive yeah. a Focus, not oh, a Ferrari. Oh, you're talking about your identifier now, huh? But now, yeah, I'm worried that. You also <laughs> drive a Focus and not a Ferrari. It's an ST, motherfucker. Uh, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, they're all 300000 less. Mm-hmm. Dude, when I get a Ferrari one day, I'm going to get a bumper sticker just to do just it. Just fucking sticker bomb the whole car. I'm with stupid. <laughs> this is something dumb. Yeah. Fucking big old titties or tiggo bingo, whatever Titty it is. bingo? Yeah. That's fucking. a band, dude. Oh, dude, I just remember seeing that all over Austin where you go, titty bingo in the back of people's car. Titty bingo is a band. You know who taught me that? Hmm. Blake's dad. He definitely had one of those stickers. I remember seeing it somewhere. And I was like, damn, that's cool. And he's like, it's a band. And I was like, what? And he had the fucking tape. 
cassette tape. Ooh, you're dating yourself now. <laughs> Dude, y'all remember going to gas stations and they had like cassette tapes? And you're like, fuck yeah. And it, but it's nothing good. <laughs> it's like Bobby Polito. Shit you never heard of before. <laughs> so what dude, fuck is this? First of all, I still have my big ass book of CDs, you know, like the CDs nuts, 300, 300 count, whatever book. Uh at one point before that, I used to have these fucking they were like uh like a like a vinyl and uh cover i don't know how mesh like a mesh covering or whatever and they'd zip all the way around and you would stack all your cassette tapes in them oh yeah i had cases of cassette tapes when i was little damn you're old as fuck dude yeah <laughs> i only had like two cassette tapes dude i had a walkman like og walkman oh, dude, I had a walkman too. when i was yeah, a little ass kid cool. and i had to have all those tapes to listen to my walkman yeah uh, dude my walkman had the radio Ooh, and i thought that was cool yeah. as fuck Remember when you'd wear, there were the headphones that went over the top of your head, but you'd spin them backwards, and you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what made the cool ones, you know? And then they started making yeah. them with it, yeah. I wish I still had all those fucking tapes, dude. There was a lot of fucking tapes. But even all the way into high school, but you- still, as a high school kid, my, uh, my car, which was an 87 fucking Blazer, it didn't have a CD player, you know? So it had a tape deck. So I had fucking, like, Tool and Eminem and... Did you have one of the CD to tape like deck all, converter things? All these I other did. tapes. I, yeah. did, I did, and I had the CD book then, too. It was already accumulating I at that point. I had a Discman that I Velcroed to my dashboard and then ran the wire to the tape deck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In my this center console, <laughs> I would have my CD book and my tape book and and the portable CD player with the little thing. You, you know how many portable CD players I lost, though? I could never keep up with those motherfuckers. Man, I got along to them pretty well. They just got fucked up. For sure. They didn't work. They start skipping. Remember the anti-skip ones? The anti-skip ones were dope. (laughs) Yeah. It was like... Once they figured it out, because they started selling anti-skip ones way before they figured it out. Yeah. Uh, This is where I was going to go. So, like, records, people will say that, like, records have their own distinct sound, and that's why they're still a collector's item, right? Like, it's the, the clicks and white noise and all the pops and all that shit. And they enjoy that, like, listening to records because of that. It's It's endearing. Tapes also have like white noise, you know, like tapes have their own distinct sound. Oh, and they do the really cool thing where they'll get all fucking wound up and scrunched up in the tape player and you got to like carefully pull it all out and then like wind Wind it all the tape reel back in, dude. But let me ask you this. Why then if, if it's a, uh, sales pitch to say records, you know, the, the faults of a record are, are make, make it more valuable, make it more endearing. Why then doesn't like skips and stuff from CDs make them more endearing? You see skips what I'm saying? Skips are a little bit annoying. So there are skips on records too, and that's different than pops and hisses. And I'm about to super stuff. date myself, so I have uh, that sounds kind of shitty, but I have an yeah, I have like a a pretty new generation iPhone, fucking Pro, whatever, right? Brand new phone, but I've had iPhones for so fucking long that my old uh, music collection, most of which was burned from my CD albums onto a computer and turned into MP3s, and then fucking uploaded to my phone in my iTunes music library, basically, right? Skip. Like, because I burned it from CDs, I have music on my phone that when I play it, it skips. Yeah, you're old as fuck, ball. <laughs> it's a little bit nostalgic. Like, on the rap music, it's fun. You know? Dude, sometimes you're like, damn, is this a remix? What's going on? Yeah, this why is, are they skipping it up? This it's is a- Chris's touchdown balls, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you're showing your age, dude. Uh, so That's cool. A 40-year-old big dick. You know what I'm saying? 
Or scratchy CDs. Still missing that tread lightly thing. CDs nuts. (laughs) Scratchy CDs. Scratchy nuts. Scratchy nuts. Touchdown balls. That's my that's my new rap name. Fucking scratchy nuts. Ooh yeah. (laughs) So St. Patty's Day's coming up, dude. I'm stoked. Yeah, it's a it's a holiday I can actually celebrate, and I feel bad about it. Do you think it's a a conspiracy that daylight savings time change happens just before St. Patty's Day? Wait, wait, it's a conspiracy. There's a lot to unpack here. Uh, why would you feel bad about celebrating any other holiday? <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, for obvious reasons, this this holiday is true to my uh, my roots. Oh, your heritage. Yeah, this is the holiday for Jesus. Are you potato eating motherfucker? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen my skin tone? It's about like a like a potato when you cut it in half. You know what I'm saying? Any color potato on the outside. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of clear on the inside. <laughs> it gets sunburned real easy. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. But like, you know what I'm saying? I can identify with this holiday. I can't identify with Kwanzaa or Christmas or like fucking Independence Day. You can't identify I just like that I can get shithouse drunk and they're like, oh yeah, he's just celebrating, you know? What about like- New He's Year's- celebrating his heritage. What about- cool is like I can allow you to celebrate that day. What about like cool about New Year's Eve or 4th of July? Oh, it's not the same because it's not St. Patty's Day, dude. It's not about ginger heritage, man. I will say St. Patty's Day and uh, Cinco de Mayo are probably the two drunkest holidays. Eh. And they take they New both, Year's Eve is up there too, though. They both take strong heritage lines too, though. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. can celebrate them because we're so cool like that. You know what I'm saying? Dude, and I love that they happen just like six weeks away from each other, you know? So it's like if you miss St. Patty's Day, you can just go hard on Cinco de Drinco. It's the best time of year. Hmm. I like. Yeah, I like to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I, like I, I really don't even know what it's about or why. I just, you know. It, it's a, I don't know. It's like a, some like holiday. Don't they <laughs> drink and stuff? I don't know. Cinco de Mayo, it's like in May, right? May 5th or 4th? I think it's May 4th. No, May, May the 4th be with you. It's it's like that. The Star Wars. You drink, right? No, the, wait, what? Cinco de Mayo is like- The 5th May, May 4th. of May. No, it's May 4th, dude. It's May the 4th be with you. No, You've never heard that? the Star Wars one. You've never heard May the 4th be with you? Yes, but that's, that's the Star Wars Cinco holiday. That's Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is the day after. No, dude. They do Cinco. it on May 4th, dude. That's qua- That would be Cuatro de, de Mayo. Oh, now you're speaking Spanish, dude. We're not talking about that. And I'm oh, you're not- making up gibberish languages too <laughs> now, huh? No, he's actually speaking a real one, dude. This is legit. But w- that's not what Cinco de Mayo is about, dude. Cuatro de Drinco? Uh, may the fourth be with you. I always you. called it Cinco de Drinco. <laughs> and then there's uh, Pie Day, right? We missed that one, didn't we? Where you eat like different kinds of pie? Yeah. No, was- anybody can do that too. Oh, that was like fucking two days ago. Is cobbler a pie? Yeah. Uh, No, fuck you. That's bullshit. Fuck you. What about dump cake? Yeah. And where does where does that fall into the Could pie you, cobbler? It, it just does because it's cake. Cheesecake is cake also. But you dump in it too. But cheesecake is in a pie crust. But it's called cheesecake. But it's generally a uh, graham cracker uh, crumb crust, if you will. So, so are the best pies. <laughs> yeah. What? No, I like the I like the flour <laughs> like uh, damn <laughs> flaky uh, you know crusts, not the. You know what I mean? Like a, like an apple pie. So what kind of pie are you eating on pie day? Uh, any kind of pie available. Like a 
Except for key lime. I want shepherd's pie. Is that a pie? That shit's disgusting, dude. <laughs> I hate shepherd's pie with a passion. Now you fucking touch the nerve. You, Fuck you, dude. I thought that's part of your culture. Nah, uh. dude. That's one thing I reject, dude. I do not like that shit. <laughs> fucking mashed potato leftover bullshit mixed with everything in your fridge, and then you fucking call it a casserole or some bullshit. Nah, dude. Put cheese on it. Nah, dude. It's disgusting. So I guess honestly, I think that you and me, Blake, have uh, St. Patty's Day culture. Which makes a lot of sense to me because I've always celebrated St. Patty's Day. Why did y'all get I drunk? <laughs> no, I think I think we have Irish heritage. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think we do. Uh, maybe a tiny, tiny bit. We're mostly Polish. I've got I've got more Irish heritage on like the left side of my ball sack than both you guys do. Just kidding. I, don't know, I love man. you guys. I've drank more green beers than you have. I promise. Didn't mean to rub that in. <laughs> That's <so> hard. <laughs> That's what uh, really qualifies you to celebrate St. Paddy's Day, right? You know, yeah. Well, as a qualifier, uh, I mean, I'm beyond qualification because of my hair. Dude, did I have to qualify? I thought to qualify for St. Paddy's, it's like qualifying for Mardi Gras, dude. You do you want to get drunk and act a fool? <laughs> what color? Listen to, what's that band? Fucking Irish fucking badass band? Uh, Flogging Molly. Flogging Molly, yeah. Are they uh, badass, though? Yeah, they're fun. They do the they do all the songs where they sing and dance and stuff, right? Penny Whistle, bro. Yeah. 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 Penny Whistle. They do like the pirate songs, kind of. Like No, that. definitely not pirate songs. But they sound like pirate songs. <laughs> Why? Because like, there's an accordion or something? Yeah, and they're all like <laughs> jolly and cheering and drinking and like you know what's funny? Mary. I think No Effects really ties no way into St. Paddy's Day, but I always associate the two. I always listen to No Effects on St. Paddy's Day. Oh, dude, can you help me make the neuron connections in my head to understand this one? Mm. I just don't get it. No Effects, kind of punk rock and uh, English accents, which can often be confused oh, yeah. for which Irish. Is basically accents. Irish, right? Yeah. They're, the, they're the same place. The same. It is the same. When they're singing punk rock same music, thing. yeah, fucking kind of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo, ah, it sounds like uh, Australians, kind of, too. Yeah. Dropkick Murphys. Dropkick Murphys. That's there you go. Actually, the one I was trying to That's think of. That's it. Yeah, dude. It's because it's <laughs> You're Murphy. Welcome. Thank you. Dude, Murphy's such a strong Australian name. It's crazy. I will say this. If you walk in my house right now, you would think I was fucking Irish. Uh, my wife has gone on this crafting fucking kick lately. And so she's made all of these St. Paddy's Day crafts. So I have a St. Paddy's Day reef on my front door and one on my back door. Dude, and then like the pictures that go in places are all been replaced with like four leaf clovers and like green and gold shit, empty beer cans. <laughs> no, that's coming. That's what's supposed to happen. Tumped over whiskey bottles. Wait till fucking leprechaun shows up at your house, bro. Yeah, Blake knows. I've always gone hunting for St. Patty's Day. That's pretty yeah. cool, man. I like that. I've never actually done that before. I need to. I need it's, to get a flag. It's a lot of fun. You should always call in sick the day after, though. You're going to piss blue. When is St. Paddy's Day? Tomorrow. As we're recording, it'll be like three days ago as as the listeners hear it. <clears throat> Interesting. It's my own holiday. I don't even know about it. Mm. See how I just broke the fourth wall there, guys? You're welcome. I thought it was May the 4th. So I was <laughs> May the 4th. Yeah. That's so, fucking Mike Tyson Star Wars. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, Reeling it back into American culture now, right? Like we have St. Patty's Day. We're talking about St. Patty's Day, which is obviously Australian <laughs> culture. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go to American culture. They're releasing a, uh, an ice cream that is mac and cheese flavored, dude. So all I have in my head well, about this is like you take that's uh, American as fuck. Homemade that's vanilla. Gross, you take homemade vanilla and put it on like the cold board that they have at the ice cream places, like oh, marble yeah. slab or fucking. Uh, 
Cold Stone or whatever. Whatever, right. And then you just like take the Kraft Mac and Cheese dinner, the packet that comes with it, you know? Oh, the powder? Yeah. I like to snort it. And just dump the powder all over the ice cream and chop it up and mix it up all good. What the fuck y'all been drinking tonight, man? Jesus. You've never snorted mac and cheese powder? Dude, I do it all the time, but I'm not going to make it into ice cream. I'm definitely not going to tell anybody about it. Fuck. I know. Say it on the radio. In a world fueled by marijuana. I know. We always get the variety packs, like all the big packages of them. And it's like, who ate all the mac and cheese? I'm like, I don't fucking eat it. I just dump the noodles down the trash and snort all the fucking cheese, man. I'm addicted. Yeah, dude. It's so good. Oh, my God. I get so much work done fucking blowing fucking cheese, dude. <laughs> so my my children have evolved away from craft dinner at this point. Like, what? Yeah. What's that say about us, bro? This is what I'm getting at. Right, hold oh, on, no. I wanna, I, I'm gonna go somewhere here. So they've evolved into the, like they went the Luby's mac and cheese, like the fucking caf- oh, the, like baked with cafeteria fucking, creamy baked oh, bullshit, the bougie fucking mac and cheese. Oh. See, know? see, that's what happens. Like you have a, a I'm food. at war. I'm I'm like I'm like if if. If my wife is cooking, which she usually does, she's a fucking wonderful wife. Uh, if she's cooking and they're making that bullshit mac and cheese, I'm like, make me think a whole thing and craft dinner, like on its own. Like I'll just eat that. And you can give that other bullshit to the kids. We cool. We, we cool? cool. Do yeah. fuck it. Make Dude, two of them. So make two of them. Make it twice. Right. People right. take. Twice. What happens right. is people take like uh, the food that that um, poor people eat. Let's just say it. Fucking poor people eat this shit. I don't like that word. And and like people as once they realize that it tastes good then they appropriate it and make it expensive and this happens with lobster on the the east coast fucking wings this happened with wings this happened with fajitas brisket dude like these are the pieces that people were like what the fuck are we gonna do it jambalaya dude cajun food are you kidding me jambalaya is supposed to be like uh they're like well let's it's the spaniards are like let's make paella out of the ingredients that are here local and they come up with jambalaya, and they're like, "Fuck it!" Like we can feed a lot of people for cheap. Now all of a sudden, like jambalaya is expensive. expensive. Same, same with fajitas. Same with uh, yeah, brisket, dude. But something's got to give. Like the steak price has got to come down or something. You know? That's what I'm thinking, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or are they just gonna stay the same and fucking like all Everything? that shit food that people never like to eat in the past is like something delicacy. Something's got to give. Corn beef. Our motherfuckers are gonna start starving, and when Spam. motherfuckers start starving, sauerkraut revolutions happen. You know what I mean? Oh, this pemmican's so and good. And I don't it's mean like three hundred dollars a pound. I mean, there's like American starving, and then I think there's like rest of world starving. When other when motherfuckers get to rest of world starving, like that's when revolutions happen. We get, we got to be careful because at this rate, like you're right, we used to be able to eat brisket for cheap. It's just crazy. Yeah, like, this big ass slab of tough meat, gold, bro. Yeah, you know? it's just, like the cheapest thing you can get. And they're like, I don't know. Let's figure out how to make this slab of tough ass meat. Well, if you got fucking Tasty. sixteen hours to cook it, go for it, homeboy. You know, it's yours for five bucks, dude. So, it, it, on one hand, here in Central Texas, we are blessed with the best barbecue in the world. I don't give a hands fuck down. who's listening. Yeah. Hands down. And oh, dude. I'm on the other hand, on everybody. the other hand, this culture that has developed here, I think, has caused this fucking problem. It's you guys. You guys are the problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they made I'm it, over here trying to smoke brisket. They made it so good it that goddamn everybody wants it, and now the demand's so high that they can raise the goddamn prices. So going all the way back to to uh, Mike Tyson's mac Patty's and cheese Day. ice cream. So like ice cream has all these different crazy flavors, right? Like now they're they're literally introducing mac and cheese ice cream. Uh, potato chips. They've got fucking potato chips that taste like biscuits and gravy and shit. Yeah, that's just good. Uh, they got beef jerky that, that tastes like whatever the fuck you want. Chicken wings that taste like... Why 
isn't there different flavors of mac and cheese? Like, why can't we get jalapeno mac and cheese in a box? There is. This exists. Have you not discovered some of these? No. Things? Where's the the like well craft okay. like the boxed mac and I'm cheese say that's this. dope as fuck? Pre COVID, these things existed. I will say that. I I don't doubt. Uh, but when I see, it, I believe. I've had flavored mac and cheese, and every time I had it, it was a letdown. Dude, there's nothing like Kraft Dinner and like half a fucking jar of black cracked pepper. Yeah. You Man, know. see, I never did that. Is it good? Oh, it's the best. I've, I've like when I make ramen and stuff, I'm like, it's perfect how they put it in the package. I'm not gonna mess with it. But eh. y'all are saying spice it up a little bit with mac and cheese, just black pepper. Put black pepper on your mac and cheese, dude. I, I promise. I love mac and cheese, dude. And some extra butter. Do you guys ever make like the? Because your mama made it that way. You know what I'm saying? Do you mm. ever make like the cords of wood? You know, like the log stacks of fucking like mac and cheese. What? Y'all don't stack your mac and cheese in your plate or your bowl. I use a bowl. And I stack it like wood, like logs. <laughs> and then I fucking scoop it like fucking like like a fucking backhoe bucket of fucking logs in my mouth. And I chew them. <laughs> you are a crazy person. Dude, I've been doing it since I was a little kid. Dude, you, it, y'all ate mac and cheese growing up. So you, wait, do you really spend time to like stack the little... Fuck The bro. max? So Fuck, bro, it's like having a little bit of snow with that cheese on there coming coming down the side of the, your wood, you know? I usually go like at least uh, three layers deep, and I'll get it up to like the rim. And you just get a nice row going, and you can you build got time up. for this shit. Dude. That's what I'm saying. Well, I- what's cool is as it cools off, because at first when it's hot, it's challenging. It's a, it's like, you know, you're, you're surviving. You know, you're trying to stack your wood up, and it's like, it's getting cold out here. But as it gets colder and your mac and cheese cools down... Stackability, it just starts sticking. the stackability. The only thing that Mac I can relate, the only right, the right. only thing that I can relate to this is Lucky Charms, dude. Dude, I'm, I'm, so there's a process oh with are like, we like living the same. There's life, a bro. process with Lucky Charms, and it, it, for me, it's only Lucky Charms that this exists. But you eat all the fucking all the healthy fucking charms yes. or eggs or whatever oh and, you, my God. and you save all the charms and then you just have like a bowl of fucking marshmallows left uh, and then you just go hard in the marshmallows dude, and down the milk stuck finish in your it teeth up. for like two days it's so good do you get so this is a this is a like habit like we're, we're we're delving into your psyche now do you guys take like save your favorite dish or whatever like side or whatever it is like if your thing is mashed potatoes right you save the last bite of mashed potatoes you know yeah i do uh-huh. Yeah, there's definitely thought process behind my behind the last bite. And there's also I don't like to mix things. So like I can be eating something and uh somebody next to me can be eating something else and they're like, "Oh my god, this is so good. You you need to try this." And I'm like, "That's not what I'm doing right now. I'm going with this flavor. I don't want to mix that flavor." Uh, no. Like I I'm not going to not going to fucks with this. I got something I like right here. I've got a I've got it planned out to how I'm going to take the last 3 bites. Do you eat all of your favorite thing? first or last oh it varies or do you like divvy it around like i'm gonna eat a bite of this and then a bite of this and it varies varies absolutely it varies breaking news uh we killed that bug and we're back dude i did not expect that to work out as smooth as it did uh you guys heard it right like i'm talking to you listener you driving in your car you heard that fucking bug uh pause the show and I'm like, I'm going to go find that motherfucker and I'm going to kill it. But I didn't really expect to find it and kill it. And I walked to where I think it is and it stopped. Into the darkness? Into the darkness. And it stopped. And I'm like, shit, now I'm never going to find it. And then this fucking giant ass grasshopper jumps right in front of me, right in front of the studio door. Like right there. Jumps right in front of me. And I'm like, bro, sorry. It's game over. Blake, you're a true, you, you're a true warrior and, and a scholar and a porn star and shots. Let's go. But wait, he, 
Everybody missed out on the part where he used his car to kill it. And it's roadkill now. Yeah. And so we're going to eat it. Dude claimed it. Yeah, download he, that app. Get well, text. We can't download it because we're not in Wyoming. Oh, oh, you think they got a geocache on that thing? Or not a geocache. What do you call that? GPS. Geofence? Old Forester. Oh, a geofence, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're outside the boundary. You cannot claim this roadkill. Geofence and geocache are two different things. Yeah. So what the fuck? Like, we record the show and we deal. We, we overcome some adversity sometimes uh, in the like midst of winter, the clutches of winter. It gets really cold in here and then we have to turn the heater off, right? And then in the summertime, obviously, it gets really hot. Right now, it's actually nice. It's nice in here. We don't have any heater or air conditioner going. It's Tom Brady balls in here. But then the fucking grasshoppers start bitching, you know? Why is there always a thing? There's always a thing. Fucking dogs and grasshoppers and squeaky chairs. Why do minor inconveniences happen to people that aren't outrightly bad? Sure. That's profound. And uh, I am outraged. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about eating food. Uh, oh, we never talk about food. Let's do that. Yeah, we were talking about mac and cheese ice cream, actually. But we've been talking about that for like 45 minutes. And Did then, you know You know what goes good with mac and cheese ice cream? Huh. Smuggling bologna. Oh, dude, have you ever cut up bologna or Vienna sausages and put in your mac and cheese? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Dude. Yeah. I've gotten full prison spread with mac and cheese, same as Roman. So, uh, I guess they're, they're smuggling in bologna from Mexico? We're smuggling out where? Into like Ukraine? Into the U.S.? Into the U.S.? I don't know, maybe. So, my question is, why is bologna so... Bologna is like the cheapest of the deli meats, isn't it? Or am I am I misguided here? Yeah, but it's also like probably the least likely to go bad. It's like <laughs> hot dogs in your fridge, you know? Like you bought hot dogs like last oh, year. Oh, you can pack that shit in a gas tank and like drive it across? Dude, they patch holes in sinking ships with that stuff, man. With bologna? Yeah. Just pack it in there. Yeah, it stays good forever, dude. Like the fucking logs. Sam, you know? I saw a thing the other day that was like... Uh, also, it's good. It is. Blow me sandwiches are good. Dude. A guy packed like 200 pounds of meth in his gas tank and was bringing it over. And then the like all the memes were like, oh shit, like should have just brought gas. Like it would have been worth more. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's good. Yeah. Dude, because it's getting fucking outrageous. I'm so happy about gas prices right now. Are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm super stoked. Pumped? Yeah. Excited? I'm going to invest in Exxon because you know they're about to post like the largest earnings in a decade for Q2. It's good for America. <laughs> it's good for the kids. It's good for yeah. the team. It's good for the sport, yeah, the economy. Know, it's great for the economy for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to turn this whole thing around, I think. What I'm missing here is there's uh, there's there's oil prices, right? Like so, the crude oil. Crude oil. Like 10W30? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like olive oil. Yeah, 10W25. Olive oil's in there, too. What, um, what part of the oil? petrol companies are going to have the highest quarterly earnings in a decade? In well, they're Q2, all going to follow because there's all the yeah, production they're, companies they're and the service companies. They're buying the oil companies. for cheap, and they're jacking up the gas prices and making a shit ton of money on the petrol. And that's what I understand is what is driving the high gas prices because oil's down around 100 bucks a ga- uh, barrel right now. It was 130 last week. Last week when we recorded, it was like 130 bucks a barrel. That is that day. normal? What's normal? That's fucking the highest it's ever been in fucking reality, dude. If anybody thinks that politics don't directly no, I'm, I'm being, the gas I'm being serious as cancer on your balls. That's the highest it's <laughs> ever been in fucking history, dude. It's that, it's that, That's that dark. big of a deal. <laughs> Shit. Right? Y'all, I cancer on my balls. <laughs> y'all fucking got with me on that one, huh? <laughs> All of a sudden, it got real. It's serious. Nobody wants cancer on their dick. <laughs> you don't get it on your dick, it's on your balls, dude. <laughs> 
Tom Brady balls. Yeah, but how bad would it be to get it on your dick? <laughs> Either one, really. Dude, it'd look ugly too. <laughs> Cancer on my dick. It'd get bigger for a while. <laughs> All right, all right. I got a, I got a. Would you rather? Like, it's we, all cancer, baby. Are we done talking about big. oil and gas? That we covered <laughs> it, right? We pretty much covered oil and gas. <laughs> yeah. Economic policy. Talking about knowledge. dick cancer now. All right. Let's transition. <laughs> uh, all right. So, would you rather? All right. Hypothetically, and this is this is going to hit right home with you, Chris. It's going to be scary. You would ready? you rather? It's oh, going to no. be scary. <laughs> You're riding your motorcycle home. Boom! You have a motorcycle wreck, and it's it's That's terrible. Right? It's, we're going dark again. Now, now. Would you rather your brain's all scrambled and now you fucking suck for the like you 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 can't like make words right for the rest of your life? Or wait, or is it like I can't make words right? So like to anybody else, am I still having like? Do I still have my memories? You I, don't really. That's know. That's where I was going. I was like, I you still have to talk to people anymore. I kind of like that. You still right? have your memory. Here's here's how it plays out. You still have your memories, but you don't really know what the fuck's going on anymore, right? Like, nah. Would you rather have that or? Your dick doesn't work anymore. And when I say doesn't work, I don't mean like, oh, it doesn't get hard, like a Cialis type situation. I mean like it doesn't fucking feel anymore. I would rather my dick doesn't work anymore. Whoo. Then you're... Old. Is it totally... That's called old. You're totally cognitive, bro? <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't mean that it, it's just like you pop a Viagra and it works again. Yeah, I know. I mean, you don't feel it. Yeah. There's nothing there. That's fine. Versus what? Versus losing versus losing it's, my life and my and my memories and everything I get to make with my family and my kids and my, my yeah dude oh no, you're wrong. being real being oh real, you love your children being real my dick is really a pretty insignificant part of my body you know what I mean? <laughs> it already doesn't matter you know all right all right fine just fine. ask my wife it's kind of a waste I'd be okay just <laughs> so yeah. then we'll take it a step further you already if if your dick doesn't work and when I say it doesn't work I mean like it's like there's nothing there. You're never gonna like bust a nut again ever. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you get castrated at that point? No, because I like peeing. Well, they're not gonna cut your dick off. What do they cut your balls off? No, because I like dropping my balls on stuff. <laughs> I'm against. I'm <laughs> you know against. What I'm saying they could put some fake ones in there. No, because it hurts. Some marble. <laughs> I want that pain in my stomach. You know what I mean? I'm against elective surgery, and not in the way that like. I'm against people that have elective surgery or anything like that. Like, I just personally, like, don't want to deal with doctors. You're just better than those people. I don't want to deal with doctors and bullshit. Not even that. Like, I'm not saying that either. Like, <laughs> I just personally don't believe in shit. Like, no, here's where dude, I'm Dude, here, I'm going to go over here. Fuck right. you real quick. Dude, ball pain is more significant than having an orgasm. Bam. Say what you want to say. I'd rather keep my ball pain than fucking. No, but you don't. I want my ball pain. But you won't. I want ball pain. Take but- the, take the dick numbness. All you want, I'll I'll go with that. Okay, so here's Ball my pain, here's though. my thought process. All right, say say something terrible happens, and now you're 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 talking to your wife, and you're like, babe, if I if my brain was all scrambled, would you still love me? And she's like, yeah, I can't say I won't date again, but you know, you won't know any better, so who fucking cares? I'll take care of you, right? That makes sense. That's what I would want. Uh, or your dick doesn't work, and it's like, well. Obviously, like, I'm still going to put in the effort and, like, you know, do what I got to do here. But my but dick doesn't work. But my dick don't work. So I'm going to do it in other ways. Well, you don't need testosterone making you fucking want to have sex all the time. Right? Why not be a eunuch at that point if you literally can't bust a nut? I just don't. It's going to make you more fucking focused? No. Is it, though? It might make you less driven, though. Is it, though? I think all that is a bunch of BS. All Dude, that. you're like, putting sharp shit around my around my touchy feels. I don't know. <laughs> I think all that like just uh, no. Joe Rogan, no. You'd still want that sexual frustration, 
Even if you could, oh, like, you think I'd still have a sex drive? Even if I couldn't, like, yes, of it? course you would. I, dude, I would be the most boss motherfucker in the world. I get everything on the planet done. Would you? I, yeah. Just because you? No, not not. Would you still be a boss motherfucker? I'm not questioning that. But would you still? No, have I would drive. Be, I would be more so. I would have more. Yeah, because drive. they still work. You, you have to still have your balls. But you, you have still to feel anything, dude. You yeah. have to channel. You have to channel that somewhere, and the frustration channels into fucking work done. Period. I don't care how you slice it. Yeah, and because you're retaining your gonads, dude. I'm that's pretty sure your, that's uh, why we invented traffic, and so that you could be super mad by the time you got to work, and you could just be like, "Fuck everything! I'm gonna crush today and fucking crush today!" Right? Like, I think that's why traffic exists. It's the uh, the yin to the yang, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Smash my walls. So yeah, uh, before you fucking cut my shit off and put a razor to anything down there, uh, uh, yeah, dude. I'll just I'll just keep that frustration and. Build it into billions of dollars. Billions of millions of dollars. As long know. as I can pee still, I'm cool, dude. I don't yeah. even have to feel it. Yeah, let my functionality still work. Like I could Just piss. let me go pee, dude. <laughs> well, yeah. you're always going to be able to pee. Well, it's hard <laughs> if you can't feel it. Yeah, anything, but I don't want a I mean? bag like attached to my leg, you know? Or like, you're like, I can't tell if I'm going pee or not. Cause I'm well, numb. that's part of the deal here. Either your brain scrambled or your dick don't work. <laughs> Okay, fine, I'll carry a Homer bucket around with me everywhere I go. Now, if I could castrate to get rid of needing to fucking carry a bag around and not have to pee ever again. Wait, that's the thing? That's the thing that drives you? I, I was more like, look, I, you know, if I didn't have to, if I didn't think about sex, what if you didn't think about when sex When you say ever? dick don't work, I'm like, well, I mean, I got to pee still because I have to consume and drink this fluid. Still Dude, pee. that's his primary function, right? Let's get real. I pee way more than I get fucking way. shit happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> Right? Let's retain that function, right? Because the whole other thing about procreating or whatever mating is like, it's up in the air, dude. There's too many variables there, dude. If that functions, if that functions out as well, then I might, I might lean more towards uh, the castration and losing the sex drive. Yeah. Just let me pee. Especially standing up. Granted. All right, cool. We're all on the same page then. Yeah. Keep my mind. That's cool. Definitely keep my mind. I don't know. It might be Could cool. you imagine you don't have a mind? You just get laid all the time. <laughs> it might be cool you to fucking be don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't use a hard R right now. You're but. just like making rap music and fucking like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Getting you're a vegetable and you're just like, yeah. It would kind of suck. Dude. Doing cool shit with no. Yeah, yeah. then you have like an Instagram manager for you and that's it. They're like, look, he's about to ramp his fucking motorcycle over the pool. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, he does not going to remember this at all. But it's cool as shit. Kind of. All right, so where do we go from here? Do we want to take another shot? We want to review this whiskey. That's what we need to do. Yeah. We can take another shot and review it. We should talk about suing telemarketers because I want to get in on that. That guy made a lot of money, dude. Can I have some of your water? Oh, brother. It's fresh Osaka. You need to open it and you can... Help yourself, my friend. I came on a motorcycle and then stopped at a stizor. And that'll blow your water out, too. Even if your pee-pee works. That's good sound effects. Yeah, this is... We're maintaining the pee functionality, you know? Yeah, it's important. I'm more concerned about my pee longevity than I am about anything else, dude. I want to be able to pee sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So how do you feel about losing your stream pressure? Uh, Not I- a fan. <laughs> Turns out, not a fan, not dude. A fan hey, real talk. I've been fucking with that shit like since I was like nineteen, man. You've been tra- training. That shit sucks, dude. Intensive training. What so you, you, you might have a prostate issue, dude. I've had enough fingers up my butt <laughs> to know if I've got prostate <laughs> issues. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Good night, boys. <laughs>
<laughs> you all want to get real? We got real a couple weeks ago. Talk about that shit. <laughs> Fucking shit fingers. Oh. Y'all ever had a camera up your dick or a catheter? No. No. Hey, I ain't scared of nothing after that shit, dude. <laughs> I don't want to talk about cameras on my dick. Oh, dude, it's for real. Nope. Let's talk about it. No, fuck you. Let's talk about it real quick. You see this uh, this boomstick coming out that's all <laughs> Yeah, convince me curvy. more that I should not go to doctors. <laughs> you see how this curves and it holds our little... Confirm. Uh, fuck doctors. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're going to put a camera up my dick? No. Nope. Nope, we're not cool no more. It's flexible. <laughs> I don't like you. You're going to fight? Out. We're not bros, <laughs> No, nah, we're going to fight. They put a lot of lube on it. Literally none of my bros have ever put a camera in my dick. So that's how I know that the doctor's not, not my, my bro. bro. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's real talk, dude. Yeah, this is why I don't go to fucking doctors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to know, man. Fuck that. Y'all want to know? Dude, I'll know when I die. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this old Forester. Dude, I like it. I'm going to say that off the bat. <laughs> this whiskey is distilled by us only, and we are responsible for its richness, rich, richness and fine quality. Its elegant flavor is solely due to the original fineness developed with care. What? There's nothing it's short. better That's in the market. Prolific. There's nothing better in the market. Nearly 150 years ago, my great-grandfather, George Garvin Brown, was the first to seal his bourbon in a glass bottle, ensuring consistency and exceptional quality. What? No, I don't believe that. He felt so strongly in his conventions that he signed his name to it. Today, I'm proud to add my signature as proof that our commitment... To the old Forrester legacy lives on. He says he's the first motherfucker to use a bottle. And I don't believe that. I feel like they've been putting booze in bottles since booze has been. But booze. I believe I, that's the first Kentucky bourbon that's I think he m- means they cask it in bottles. Oh, like they age it in bottles? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do they? All right. How do we feel? I definitely believe it's the first whiskey that was in America that was bottled. Really? I don't even believe that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Mason Kentucky jars. whiskey that was in a glass bottle. I can believe that. Mason jars go way back, though. Yeah, but think about like. Uh, I guess who would back, you consider that jarred and not bottled? Who in 1790 or it's 1780 was like. It's in glass, right? Yeah. That's my point. It's bottled. It's the same. What about those cool, like, uh, not mason jars, but they're like. You suck. Foot safe. They're made out of clay, like like John Wayne drinks out of in. Uh, oh, yeah, those are cool. Mr. Cogburn. You know, when he holds a whiskey jug up and he's like... Wait, we have to talk about this whiskey. We just drank it. Let's oh, talk sorry. about it. Yeah, yeah. All right, sweetness. How do we feel? Ooh, three. You thought it was high? I did. I can go three. I, I would call three. three high. If he was like, oh, five is high. Well, yeah, that's... Okay. It's pretty pretty average. <laughs> three. Uh, crunch. I, th- I feel like it's got some crunch. Really? I'll go three again. I was opposite. I was going to go two. 1.5. I'll say two and a half. Hmm. Yay, democracy. Bite. <laughs> it's, uh, it's there a little bit. Two. Oh, I went high. Yeah. I what the say. fuck? Well, how, how high did you go? Three, three and a half. How high? All the way high? I'll say three. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'll go in the middle again. <laughs> three. Uh, bottle. What do we feel like the bottle? All right, so there was no cork. Um, it is a unique bottle. It has its own like texture to it that says Old Forester on it. That's kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. As much as we shit talk the labels, I like... I like what he said, but I don't know. It's not that special. Three. Three Eight, again. Four. What? I like it. Um, because I was going to go two. I like it because it's the first bottled whiskey in America. I like that he signs the bottles. Fuck, dude. I don't. <laughs> this is a hard one to score. So it, you said three. Three. And you said four, you fucking dick. <laughs> dude, it's cool. <laughs> Look at it. 
Because even the neck has a different shape on it. Yes, the three. And it's got stuff built into the bottle. Yeah, it's like they actually put stuff into the bottle. It is a unique bottle. I think it has a screw metal top for like for effect. All right, drunkenness. How do we feel? I feel like it's getting there. Uh, and it's it's actually uh, we'll we'll get middle to the middle of the road two and a half drunkenness I'll go three hey no yeah I appreciate this bottle I'll go three on this one okay this is a good one uh so we scored a lot of threes on this one yeah yeah no this is a good one it's eighty six proof if that matters yeah so it's not it does it's not like high proof but it's also pretty easy to get down and uh and it's higher proof yeah it is it's high. It's high proof. And for those moths like me. Just not 101 or something. Yeah, but we've been we've had a lot of like 90 high 90s and even low hundreds. Uh but it's also for those that care about this thing like me, uh it's I mean it's $27 a bottle. It's fucking right kind of low low mid, you know? Yeah, and it's drinkable. Dude, I'm all about it. It's drinkable. This is a decent bottle. It actually scored pretty high if I'm like if we use these metrics. <clears throat> if they actually meant something. Like if scoring high actually meant something. It doesn't though. It means nothing. It just means that like it's a three. There's only two times you don't want to score high, and it's golf and drug tests. Yeah, or COVID, or cancer, <laughs> ball cancer, <laughs> ball cancer. Yeah. <laughs> what other podcast could or ball cancer be like the punchline? <laughs> like I don't know, dude. You're like ball cancer, and everyone's like, ah, <laughs> got him. Uh, you get it, ball cancer. Yeah, dude. It's serious, man. Right? You'll pay attention to that, won't you? Some people will. It's better than spider invasions. Dude, what if you had spiders in your balls? <laughs> like cobwebs? Can you dude. imagine you like wake up in the morning and you pull it on your underwear and you're like, fuck, dude, there's like new eggs and like more Sp- webs. Spiders invading my balls is what makes me lose sleep at night, dude. Straight up. <laughs> oh, shit. Do y'all ever think about like something coming out of the toilet? Yeah. No, I've never had that. Yeah, I've had that a lot, especially in like sketchy backwoods places. So that's where I got it. <laughs> but then you see like they'll post of Reddit like a fucking rat crawling out of a toilet. Nope, dude, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Like where though? Like into your house? Are they like out yeah, of your toilet into your house? Uganda or the Congo? They there. don't say. It's just a rat in a toilet, and you're like, oh my god, I have a toilet, <laughs> dude. There was some movie when I was a kid, and I remember there was another kid who was afraid of like sitting on toilet. I think it was Beetlejuice or something. Some movie where there's like a monster that comes out of a toilet. This kid would not sit on a toilet, dude. And it was like, how what? do you shit? Just I, the ur- the urinal stand shit in the urinal, dude. My natural urgencies to like pee and poop, just I don't care. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh fuck, there's an alligator right there. I'm gonna poop on him. That's a poop right now, dude. So <laughs> you know I, what I mean? Like, don't care. I this rem- poop is way more urgent than me dying from this guy biting my butthole off. I remember learning about the army ants that like they're just like fuck it we're on the move and they move from one side of the country to the other and they just wipe out everything in their path they just leave a fucking mess of destruction. Have you ever seen this shit? Mm-hmm. This is a real thing that happens in our world. Probably a lot of holes to poop in though. Uh, and so I, have you never laid in bed tonight and been like fucking bugs something something bugs bugs dude goddamn bugs like. Worried that, like, if you fall asleep, fucking ants are just going to, like, attack your house, fucking take you over, you're going to wake up all covered in ants. That's an irrational fear. That's an irrational fear because we don't have those type of bugs here, right? Like, those bugs are thousands of miles away and you're completely safe. Now, what you really need to be worried about is claymation because how the fuck are you going to (laughs) stop that shit? You know what I'm saying? Dude, Gumby. You can't shoot Gumby. Motherfucker just, like, absorbs it. Dude, you can't shoot ants, Dude, he just fills the hole in with some more gumbo shit, dude. Dude, how do you shoot ants? Shotgun. Dude, I can't even hit a target. Let a little fucking ant. Are you kidding me? 
Do we need to do a shotgun test on flamethrower? Flamethrower doesn't work on fucking claymation. Flamethrower should not work in your bed either. That's terrible. What would work <laughs> on claymation? Just a lot of water. You're like fuck it, dude. I killed the bugs. The <laughs> a lot of water. Out. You just have like a super soaker. Yeah, you're like fuck your clay. I'm gonna fucking hit you with so much water. Fucking uh, Mr. Freeze, bro. Ice. You freeze the clay. I don't have a freeze ray. <coughs> you better invent one dude if you run out of power dude you're fucked because <coughs> then that's just gonna thaw i can get a super soaker you know what i'm saying yeah but you need a lot more water than a super soaker provides and dude even if you broke clay up into like even if you got the deluxe fucking one that you put batteries in you know but you don't have to pump a hundred thousand times like even if you got that bad motherfucker you're still not gonna put a dent in claymation dude you're fucked you need you need water hose you need something you need to like blow up a dam or something well are we talking about Gumby? Gumby's Gumby's extra dimensional. Or Rudolph. You know what I mean? He like claymation is Gumby's like guys. You know what I mean? This is how he manifests himself in our reality. Yeah, and it's Holy like Holy shit. You know what I'm saying, dude? It's for real, dude. We're getting out of the physics about Gumby and shit right now. Because Gumby's real, dude. And he's coming for you. He's extra dimensional. Stretch he, Armstrong's he probably appears to be claymation, but he's a figment of your imagination. You know what I mean? Where do you qualify Stretch Armstrong? Dude, I, I, I fucked shit, up dude. a fresh up uh, Stretch Armstrong. I can fuck him up. You ever fucked up a Gumby? Tears his fucking armpit. You his can, arm rips dude. off. I'm pretty sure I cut a Gumby in half one time, dude. Yeah, but he just he's okay with that. Like, you didn't have a bunch of like savages show up at your house to <laughs> you try to fucking. You just glue them back together. <laughs> you don't even have to. He's fucking claymation. He just connects again. He'll come back together. Yeah, and he'll come into your dreams and be like, "Why'd you do this to me?" <laughs> and you're like, "Bro, you won't leave me alone." And he's like, you cut me in half again. There's going to be two of me now. Got fucking ants crawling on me. Fucking Gumby's attacking her. This has gone south. That's what I'm saying. Gumby's are scary. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> All right. Who wins in a fight? Gumby or a bunch of ants? Yes. Dude, I don't Gumby, know. Dude. Ants are fucking gnarly, dude. Gumby can like clay over them and they can't move, dude. They can't uh, bite clay. And I think he's impervious to ant bites. Yeah, dude. He- you're made out of like clay. Yeah, but and bullets. Just, there's no central nervous system or like circulatory system or anything. You're just clay. Ants are super strong though, bro. They're, they can lift like a hundred times their body weight or something crazy. They'll just pull off little pieces of clay and ball it up and make a fucking anthill out of it. Yeah, but then you have a million pieces of little gumbies. Now you have a gumby anthill. <laughs> you have a bunch of gumby ants. They'll fucking break them down to gumby ants. You made and then it gumby worse. wins. <laughs> yeah, that's like the worst combination. That's like. Water on a grease fire, dude. Oh, no. It's gummy ants. Can you imagine? You're like, dude, I got gummies in my backyard. Because I bought a bunch of fire ants at the fucking Home Depot. You go throw them in your backyard. And you're like, fuck, dude. It's out of control, dude. And they're like, put some salt on it, motherfucker. Go put some salt on yeah, it. Yeah, there has to be a chemical. There has to be a chemical thing for this. You're right? like, I have an ant infestation. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got this fucking diatomaceous earth or something. You're like, dude, I got a gumby infestation. They're like, bro, you're fucked. You're fucked. Dude, if you flamethrow clay, though, it turns into stone, right? If there's a full moon. Yeah, because you, you make the... Yeah, because... I mean, didn't we all make a bong in, like, <laughs> art, art class in, like, eighth grade? You know? Who? Real? Yeah, like, you make the, the art thing, teacher? You make the thing, and you're like, it's a flower holder. With a hole in it. With a, yeah. Two holes in it, right? Yeah, and she's you're like, like oh, water's going to leak out there if you fill it up too much. You know, the art teacher's badass, right? She's like, oh, you're, like, so creative. You know, this is... This is the most awesome thing that you've ever done. And you're like, fuck yeah, dude. She's like, I can't wait to put it so in the kiln. So she puts it in the little kennel, the oven, right? Kiln, like, right? And you fire blast it, you know? And then it turns into like, now you can break it. And then if you break it, that's problems. You got to double blow it, right? Yeah. 
You'll be careful putting it in your backpack with your history So you think book. flamethrower works for both ants and gumbies? Yeah. Dude, what if they hmm. put mac and cheese like packets in the clay mixture? Dude, I'm pretty sure what Jungle Book taught me is that humans took over the world because we discovered fire. Yeah. How about this? We are. I want to be like you. We are the only species to harness fire. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. No, that is kind of crazy when you think about it. It'll kind of like shock your mind. That's you're like, why dragons are super scary, dude. You're like, oh my God, all these scary animals. And you're like, but they can't fuck with fire at all. Like you're like, oh, bears are monkeys. Nope. They don't, no like, fire, they don't like fire. <laughs> they just show you their teeth and act all crazy. And you're like, but bitch, look at this shit. I got my mac and cheese packet and I got some fire. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Fire's so crazy, dude. When you think about it, you can fuck some shit up with some fire now. I don't want to be the first bear to go out from a flamethrower. If it's that primal, are you kidding me? You have a campfire, you're like safe. Except for like fire ants and gumbies and shit, but you're good, dude. You know what I mean? Dude, snakes will crawl up next to you and next to the fire. Yeah, you throw them in the fire, though, and they're fucked. Yeah, but if they're already in your sleeping bag, you're fucked. No bears gonna come fuck with you? Or if you got monkeys fucking with you, dude, just get some fire. And you're like, what are you going to do? Dude. What, what are you going to do? You're going to hiss at me and show me your teeth and pretend to be a human for a second? It depends ah. on where you find the bears, honestly. Because if, if you find the bears like next to a rural area and you have a campfire, dude, the bear will come sit down next to the campfire and be like, Start hey, roasting bro, marshmallows. What's going on over here? He's like, y'all got gumby problems? I heard you got picnic baskets, you know? Picnic. Bears don't sweat gumbies either. You got picnic baskets? They're oh. alpha. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Oh, man. Those bears are really scary, dude. So, flamethrower, that's the ultimate weapon. That's what beats... Does a flamethrower beat... Uh, who's the the Nightmare on Elm Street? Freddy. Freddy? Does a flamethrower beat Freddy? Wasn't know. he already flamethrowered? That's why he's Freddy? <laughs> yeah, doesn't he emerge from fire in your dreams? Isn't the legend of Freddy that he was, like... Burned alive? In the house for it, fire? Yeah, but that means he should be afraid of fire, right? <laughs> I mean, Sher Khan was. Freddy should be, too. But I feel like Freddy became, like... No, uh, a fire helped him transcend. He probably wanted yeah. to burn a bunch of moths. See, like Jason should be immune to fire because he drowned, right? So he's water. You can't flamethrower Jason. No, I think it's the opposite. I think you have to drown Freddy and flamethrower Jason. Jason's fucking scary, dude. Scarier than Freddy. Is he? Yeah. Why? Uh, Dude, I don't know, man. Something about that kid drowning in the water like that. <clears throat> yeah, it's but creepy, dude. So uh, have you ever watched Final Destination? Yeah. What about death? Just like death. Death is incarnate. the enemy. Yeah. That's what they did with that movie, which is pretty cool. They're just like, if you were supposed to die and then you didn't die, like you're just, your clock's ticking. Now Are we gonna really going to go there right now? <laughs> Talking about death. Dude, you ever think about death? It's fucking scary. It's fucking comical, dude. Yeah, you, know what's a fun, <laughs> you know what's a fun topic? We're all going to die. You get it? Yeah. Question your own mortality. Yeah. Ooh. That's good times. Blog about it. They should make a show about it for sure. Yeah, and not talk about it here. Oh, boo. Then what? What then? What, y'all, what are are, y'all afraid to talk about death? Oh, y'all want to talk about mortality? Sure. Let's I'll do it. Oh, we're going deep tonight. I ride motorcycles We're digging fun. graves and everything, man. <laughs> nope. I, will, I will say this, dude. I rode a motorcycle today, and I actually took my daughter to her friend's house on the motorcycle, you know? Uh, definitely drive different when she's on the back of that motherfucker. <laughs> not like a dick? No, dude. Just Not even not. I don't drive like a dick normally, usually, unless... You know, unless you are unless i am uh but normally i don't uh but no just like super extra cautious you know like oh shit it's not just me daughter's on the back here all right so let's do a pulse check uh I'm driving motorcycle safe 120 over 80 but where, where are y'all with uh, the death thing man what do you mean 
we'll still get it. Right. No, I haven't uh, encountered it yet. Death and taxes, right? They're they're inevitable. You just haven't paid the death tax yet. Everything that kills me makes me feel alive. Look at it this way. Look at it this way. We all got loans right now, bros. We all got loans right now. We're we're living our loan. I'm gonna take out a second. You know mortgage, what I mean? You know. Good luck. <laughs> you better have good insurance, my brother. Better have good credit. You know are what we, I mean? <laughs> all our loans. We we all have loans right now. We're all in debt. Yeah. Right, bros? That's a loan on life. Y'all follow me? Yes, I got you. We're all in debt. We got to pay it back, right? Yeah. What are you going to do with your loan? I do. You can do something good with your loan? Yeah. Or you can do something shitty with your loan, right? Both. Human. (laughs) I'm trying to see where the metaphor is here. (laughs) Oh, man. Fuck. Okay. Let's get fucking Christian. So, Jeremiah Johnson, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, didn't didn't Jesus give the parable about fucking, uh, you know, the father gave one guy one pennant and he gave another guy two pennants. And he said, you know, go go out and do something with it. And the one guy held onto his pennant and didn't do anything with it. And the other guy went out and invested it, right? And like all these fruits came from it. Okay. Right? So like your life is alone. Your body's alone. You're, the, let's look at it this way. All right. F- fuck all the, the religious stuff. The earth has loaned you this body, right? You eat, you eat food and it's your body and it comes from the earth. There's no denying that. It's fucking physics and shit. It's a loan. You're borrowing it right now. You got to pay it back. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Would you say that you, uh, have been loaned sentience? Consciousness? Uh. Is that borrowed or is that? No, I think uh, the consciousness is inherent, but it's uh, facilitated through the body. You think your consciousness was around before your body existed? Absolutely. Body's temporary. Body comes and goes. Yeah. Do you think your consciousness exists after? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I'm more fundamental than, well, no, I'm not more fundamental than anything. I am fundamental. Not, And I'm not saying anything prolific about myself. I think the nature of fundamental is that nothing can be more fundamental than fundamental, right? It's, that's but it's the, it's it's uh it's not anything I've done. You know what I mean? It's not me as a per- it's not Gator. It's just it's uh everybody is fundamental. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. No, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like, uh, why are you not the Big Bang? You're just a, another fucking like. Well, you're a part of it, right? E- exactly. You're a manifestation of that, right? There's this Big Bang that happened. And all this shit went into space. You're just shit in space right now, but you're experiencing it. You're just a manifestation of this. Uh, creation, right? The Big Bang. That's creation, right? Mm-hmm. Science says it's Big Bang. Religion calls it creation, right? Whatever it is, your Big Bang, you're happening right now. You're banging, right? We're all bang- banging in this motherfucker. I, the only thing I'm struggling with uh, is how do you how do you say that consciousness isn't a isn't like directly correlated with your physicality? Uh, if, because if you, you don't remember it- before, or and you won't be there after so because that's mine because of impressionism my consciousness may not live on however the impressions that i left on the younger generation is going to live on past me and 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 inherently they're going to pass the shit that i left to them to somebody else with their own twists and things on it on top right and so i agree with you but that's that's like influence yeah that's like cause and effect there's that but I think, like, again, the fundamental thing I'm talking about is untainted, right? It's untainted. It's like you put on your body, but you can, and it's like putting on clothes. You can trace on my consciousness for today. back to thought, though. And if thought transcends, then so does your consciousness. Does it, though? Because thought's just kind of body, too. Thought's just your mind. Your mind's just your body. 
that's your mind. But if you make your thoughts a reality while during your borrowed time, then you it's no pass different. It, it's you no pass different. it along and make an impression to somebody else who has that thought, and then might even change that thought a little bit to make it even a little. But bit But that's different no different than like building a pyramid or building the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. It's like, hey, there's that dude who did that. Yeah, and human nature is all a Ponzi scheme. Did, but it's, but that's ask, not eternal. Let me. That's ask, just a physical manifestation that outlived the person's depends body. Depends on how big your impression is. Let me ask you this, Gator. Uh, do you think that your consciousness? Um, is a whole before and after your death and then just is round while you're alive? Or do you think that your consciousness came from a pool of consciousnesses and it's just one part of like a greater consciousness? Uh, so you're, you're using a key word in there, think, right? And I want to differentiate between like thinking and knowing. And I'm not making any claims. I'm just, there's a difference between thinking and knowing. Thinking implies you have to have a thinking mind, a mind that operates where you can have discussions and conversate about things and have thought, right? And we can do that right now. We can, we can justify Yeah, there's, a, there's a, a meat sack up here that is processing thoughts. Right, right. We can't say that about a dog. Bullshit. We don't know. Bullshit. We can, we, can, we can pretend to say it. We don't know, though. But I'm going to say it here, knowing is the difference, right? So we can say, you can say bullshit to what I said, right? But you can't say bullshit to me if I tell you I have two legs and two arms and a head. You gonna tell me bullshit? Yeah, sure. No, you're too janky. Aren't if I say a dog can't think, you can call <laughs> bullshit, right? But if I say I have, if I, I have four limbs and a head, you can't. There's no bullshit there, right? I got teeth. Yeah, but there's no bullshit there, right? I know that. You don't have to tell me that. I don't have to think about that. My hands here. I don't have to think about that. You know what I mean? It's not a conscious thought. It's just you know it, right? You guys see the difference between thinking about something and knowing about it. You don't have to think about that. You have a dick. Or if it's numb, you just know. It's just there, right? What, what if your knowing is just a uh, effect of your thinking, though? Right. Is it, though? Because thinking is a whole process that you have to do. When you think about something, you ever looked at you like, uh, if your mind's racing, if you breathe in, it'll really race up. But as soon as you breathe out, it'll calm right down. So sometimes my dogs would do some shit is that they clearly weren't thinking about when they did it. And then I beat the shit out of them and tell them they're bad and put them outside. And then I let them back in. And then the next time they go to do that thing, they think that maybe they shouldn't do that this time and they stop doing that. Yeah, but as soon as you have a heart attack in your house and, uh, you know, the whole world ends, they're just going to eat your dead body and they're not going to care about anything you said. That's, yeah, but there's, a yeah, yeah. So sure. they might know what you were saying. But humans will too, by the way. Like... You get into the situation, humans will turn into cannibals also. But still, this is way more fundamental than even thinking about I feel like you're survive. I feel like you're dodging the question. Is your consciousness something that is inherent to Gator, and Gator has existed before and after and in both directions forever, or is Gator just a part of a greater consciousness? Uh, I think it's just part of a greater consciousness. So a pool, a pool of, of sentience. It's like a bubble. Right? I'm like a bubble right now. Here, give me your shotgun. There's all this air in the room right now. Right? We can all breathe this air. But if I blew bubbles, you could see the air contained within these bubbles. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm just a bubble right now. Right? It's just going to burst. And when that film outside the bubble goes away, it just becomes part of everything. Right? Same thing when the bubble forms again. I like that. That's a good metaphor. I get it. Right? And that's what everyone wants to do. Everyone right. wants to go back into the big, big air. I th- uh, I I would argue that, and it 
may be misguided, but I feel like everybody wants to uh, be the biggest bubble or the shiniest bubble or the like. They want their bubble to stand out amongst the other bubbles. Think about this though. Think about what we're doing right now. We're hanging out. We're partying. We're drinking. We're having a great time. What we're doing right now, tink, is we're dissolving boundaries. Right? Y'all heard of Terrence McKenna before? He talks about boundary disillusion, and it's the whole idea that like. When you drink, you let go of your inhibitions. You let go of all the shit that you think is important, and you're just fucking real for a little bit. Well, and then it turns into a Benjamin Button, right? You revert back to, if you drink enough, I've proven this. These are facts. If you drink enough, you, you know re- this. You revert all, think it, he knows all it. the way back to baby status. You can literally consume enough to revert back to baby status, where you can't walk, so you're crawling. You know, yeah, but we we you spit up on yourself, right? Like we've all acknowledged during this podcast can, that that's not you, where we want to be. We don't want to not have consciousness language. or be able to see. Like we we said earlier, we would rather have dick function than than. Uh, no, I said cognitive function. Or, than dick, we yeah. would rather have cognitive function than dick function. Like, and, you know, a lot of people fuck this up when I talk. Like, just because I'm saying that you can drink yourself to this level. Doesn't mean that I'm promoting that fact, but I'm simply go- making the statement that yes, to your point, when you drink, you let go of your inhibitions. That's like the first step. They call it the sweet spot, right? All of a sudden, I'm good at pool. All of a sudden, I can talk to women, right? All these things that I might hold back at different times. I get about four beers in, and now I can do these things, right? But, then you get but think about beers. think about I how much have, you dissolve when you actually go hard. I can and you're have like real conversation, goes- blah blah blah. Yeah, but did, you don't want to be there, right? Like we can all acknowledge that. That's something that we do know. Well, That's hey, not where we want to be. Hey, but and, and I want to say this too: fine like, line between brilliance and stupidity, dude. Like you can you can drink chemicals to like do this and experience it, right? But yeah. it's 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 you're drinking chemicals to get it. You're not you don't know it. You know what I mean? Right. You don't know experientially that this is it and that you're having it right now. It's happening right now. You you get a buzz and you're like, hey, yeah, I can feel it. You know what I mean? There's a difference. One is chemical based. One is you just fucking know. Yeah. One is like, that's people talk about courage and all this shit. And it's like, you if you know your ultimate fate, you're, you don't fear death. You know what I mean? You're like, I'm just going to dissolve into everything that's happening right now. Everything that's happening with each individual person is just individual bullshit. It's all unique in its own. Right. And that's, what's important is we have to look at everybody and say, this person's unique. This is only going to happen one time in the entire eternity of fucking existence. One existence of each individual that we see. There's no replication, right? Look at the manufacturer, right? There, we have defaults in the manufacturing process, right? Y'all see that? But it's beautiful. We respect that. We love that. We keep that, right? It's a manufacturer's defect. We even value that within our own human system, Hey, I got this penny from the 1925 mint, and it's got this little mark in it. Well, how can there be oh, beauty? Manufacturer's defect—that's worth 25 percent more than that one. How you can know there be I mean? beauty if there wasn't for pain? Is what you're getting at, right? But, like, and each thing is unique, is what I'm saying too. There's nothing that's replicated. There's nothing that's the same, right? And there's beauty in both. It's all unique. It's all different. It's always changing. There's nothing ever the same. Look at the Earth. The Earth has not been like, oh yeah, Texas was like this 200 years ago. Like, no, it's fucking totally different right now. Always changing. And that's what's beautiful about it. And you're going to fade out of it someday. So 
It's cool. Riddle me this, Batman. Where do you fall? Oh, fuck. Where do you fall on uh, like? Have you ever flown into a big city like New York or L.A. or something like that at night, especially? And like you're flying and it's all darkness, and then you approach the city and it's just this vast fucking. It looks like cancer on the fucking earth, right? Have you ever experienced this? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, I see it driving to work. I, like I driving across the dam and I'm and, looking at the hill and there's a big the ass green breath. hill. And then there's all these little spots of just houses. Well, hold on, hold on. But in the same breath, you can land in the city and walk around and look around and go, "This there's is life here. This is a this is a like a not even there's life here, but there's like this is a like a just a massive production, like a trophy of what we're capable mm-hmm. of as a species. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is alive. I guess alive is one way to one way yeah. to put it, but it's 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 amazing, right? Like in in the same breath, you can look at it and go, "Ooh, that's cancerous." But and, look at look at all these things, though. And like, then, it, and then it, from a different perspective, you can look at it and go, "Oh, this is fucking amazing." You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Look at all these things, like so. It's both. It's both, dude. Look at all this. Let me say it real quick. TVs fucking came out of a human being. Cars came out of a human being. Fucking loving somebody came out of a human being. These are human things, right? I don't know. I think there's love in nature. I think there's natural love. Like I've seen enough. I've seen enough animals go outside of their norm. But how many? How many doggos have sat down and written poetry about this emotion they're experiencing? Think, man, you know, the the thumbs really fuck them, dude. I'm they do you. it. They do it instinctually, the, right? The thumbs really fuck them. It's almost by their knowing, by their programming, but they're not aware of their programming. They're not like, oh my god, this yeah. function says I'm supposed to feel this way. But a, a dog expressing love for another dog is why is that any less valuable than a person writing poetry for another person? Listen, exactly, not, that's not, what I'm saying. The, the expression of love is still there within the animal kingdom, and you can even go species to species. Like I've seen species that people are scared of become friends with human beings or become friends with animals that don't make sense, like dogs and tigers. Like that's why. And say what you're you want missing, about it, but th- that's why you get a baby next to a pit bull and they're like licking and loving each other. You know, exactly. and, and you're like, oh, it's so beautiful. And I'm not trying to dismiss <coughs> that. I'm trying to bring uh, some profoundness to that. That's profound. You know, like the living- dogs do that instinctually, right? They just they operate that way. They don't have to think about it. Right. Most of the living creatures in our world, I think, have have a a what capacity a, a capacity for good. Right. They have a capacity for good. That's life, right? You know, you life. want life to go on, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And that's what animals are doing. But animals are well, no, not animals. Nature is fucking lit, though. Like, like they they have to survive also, and the way that they survive is the whole circle of life and the food chain and mm-hmm. whatever. And like, dude, we get a little bit caught up. And not how do you, how does uh, embracing that entropy fit into your philosophy? I don't know what that means to say. It. So like like uh, the sun, there's a bunch of chemical reactions that are happening that's creating heat, that's creating life, it's cre- volatility, right? Like it's creating things. Mm-hmm. And so as a metaphor, you could call that like you could call those reactions love. Are you gonna call, call me Jeff Goldblum now? But there's order in chaos. But eventually, that sun is going to it's gonna die, and it's gonna decrease in temperature until it reaches absolute zero and then the matter is going to get spread out so far across the universe that it dude it's the ultimate heat death of the entire universe that's, that's so the, cool but so, fuck you you're gonna die so i, I know that but like <laughs> like entropy is is uh 
the the wearing down of of the pyramids, right? And it's the human condition that we want to we want to build something great and grand that that uh, is immune to entropy. We want to make something that lasts forever. Well, that's part of it, but I think at this point, but our, the, our our combined consciousness is saying that like we understand we've we've we figured it out. We understand that the sun's going to burn out. We understand that we're going to use up all of the resources on this planet. We have figured that out. Hence the hence the drive towards progression towards like we got to get the fuck off this planet and find another place for moths to live but that's just another planet that's just another little bit of time i think right. there's a but good- once we figure out how to get from planet to planet there's more planets you know what i'm saying I right think- but that doesn't that doesn't solve the problem of of the heat death of the universe that doesn't solve the problem of disperse dispersing it, all matter well, across that depends, infinity that depends or on entropy if, to ex, to take everything down to nothing that that depends but, if our accumulative consciousness gets to a point where we can do that Here's the thing. Like, you're right. It doesn't matter if we all die because we didn't, it's nihilism. We didn't, we didn't it's make nihilism. it in time, there's, you know? There's two ways you can go, right? Because you're looking at it as death, right? You're mm-hmm. like, mm. or the end. Something. It's it's a termination. Or the beginning. But why not look at that as like a, a ripening or a harvest, right? You can't look at the, you can't look at the, uh, the progress of the universe and everything that's happening as a uh, detriment, right? Why isn't it a... It's fucking fall. We're gonna harvest the fruit, and it's it's time for the bounty. You know what I mean? Like, and it might start over, right? Like, okay, and not so- even that. Get, uh, get out of the survival uh, mechanism life cycle thing, Oops. right? Because like, all we're talking about right now is just the circle of life survival. Look, I want you to look at a lot of things in your life and how many things are just based around survival, basic survival, right? Just eating and having shelter and surviving, and look at that, right? That's what you do. Look at all the shit you do for just for survival. How many hours you work a week for survival? And don't you don't need to say it. You don't, no rebuttal. But now look at it like a bird. A bird doesn't right? plan for anything, and yet doesn't his plan needs for, are. Uh, if they didn't plan for, for anything, they wouldn't migrate. But they don't. Need, I mean, hey, we can debate for another fifteen minutes about whether birds think or they love people and all this bullshit, and they love your bird seed. Uh, regardless of what they're doing, they're. I wasn't if you're giving them bird seed, they're capitalizing off your ass. You know I wasn't I mean? talking about my survival. I wasn't even talking about people's survival. I wasn't even talking about life as we know it's survival. I was talking about all all of uh, everything that we know, survival. So, it, I mean, I think that takes a different perspective. And there's and so there's like a there's one theory where like um, the Big Bang happened and matter and energy explode outwards. And then as as they have gravitational pull, they suck in more matter and they create stars and they create black holes. And as the black holes get more mass, they suck in more stuff. And eventually everything gets sucked back into a black hole and explodes outwards, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, time, obviously, is relative to um, mass and matter in space. Uh, space-time. Boom. Yeah. So, Physical so, reality. But, it says it on the wall. But what's, what's scary is what if the Big Bang happened, boom. Everything spreads out, mass and matter keeps spreading out, and then the the pull back in isn't strong enough to grasp everything that escapes. Now, what you've got is uh, another Big Bang that's smaller, a less than Big Bang, and then a less than Big Bang. And and time is going to keep starting over, but with a little less matter. And eventually, what that equates to is that everything is going to be so spread out and so ice cold, absolute zero that there's nothing left there's there's not even there's not matter there's not there's there's nothing now it's you're just, playing monopoly with zero interest you and froze, here's where you, you need to look gummy. at and this is entropy taken to the extreme so look you at it this way gumby, dude. look at it this way right now you're playing a game 
Okay? It's a thought experiment. Yeah. Right now, uh, you're in this body. We're all in these bodies right now. And this is your character you're playing, right? Someday this character is going to end, right? He's mm-hmm. going to die. Game over. But there's still somebody playing that character, right? And there's life outside of that character, right? Do you see that? And I guess what, what I'm, I'm saying trying is, to say what is, happens hypothetically if the, the life outside of that character that's, that's manipulating all of that, what if that dies? So, okay. A heat death. So let's look at, so there's two things. There's the physical manifestation of this life force that we're talking about, right? We'll call it a life force for now, right? Or God, you want to call it God? We can call it God. So God's going to die someday. That's the fear, right? So we keep looking at these physical manifestations of God, which are people and animals and mountains and earths and stars and all these fucking things we look at. It's all stuff we just see, right? It's physical stuff. Mm -hmm. Physical manifestations. We only experience it through our bodies, right? Which is just another physical manifestation of the same thing. I hear you. I just don't see where the thought process goes. When all these physical manifestations go away, there's still something there, right? Okay, look at look at Hinduism, right? There's Shiva and Shakti. Shiva is this uh, powerful masculine energy in the universe, right? Shakti comes over to this masculine energy, and she's a female energy, and she energizes it. She arouses that energy, and out of that energy mixing together is the creation of the universe, right? There's the whole male-female thing going on. There's the whole um, seed-semen thing going on. And there's physical manifestation of life. It's a celebration of God, right? God is slumbering. The female energy comes over and arouses it. And life happens. And it's beautiful. And everybody is supposed to just have fun and fucking have a good time. Because it's fucking badass. It's like a party. It's like God's like, hey, it's the metaverse, dude. Let's go fucking play. Everybody gets to take on their own little role. And they know everything. They can. They can't understand everything, and we're going to play the game. Everybody has equal rules. You can eat, breathe, shit, fucking fuck all you want. That's the rules. Just don't fuck it up. And you know those rules. You know those rules. They're inherent. They're all in you because you're coming coming to the same fucking universe out of the same fucking thing. And I guess where I get lost in it is uh, you know those because you experience them through your body, which is the, the antithesis to your philosophy. You see what I'm saying? Like, you're sitting here saying that the reason you know these is because you know them without feeling them, and yet you need your body to experience these, so that's... You see what I'm saying? It's the it's whole circle of life. You have to fucking... You have to go out in the, in the and what space I'm saying, to experience it. And what I'm saying, so we can kind of kind of reel it in, I guess, is that <laughs> I, do think, I do think there's a beginning and an end. I think there's a, a, an ultimate end, even to, to whatever life force pool... That your consciousness sprung out of, right? Before you were born or way before when the universe started. Mm-hmm. I think time and, and I think everything is going to eventually stop. Time's just physical. But, but you get to play a role within that context. And that's where, uh, obviously, I believe in freedom of choice and your freedom Fuck of choice yeah. and your freedom of choice. All that does, it's, it doesn't change the end, but all it does is change like, where you are in that path. And Shiva, right? Shiva is uh, one of the manifestations of this fucking consciousness or whatever. He said to people a long time ago, your life is your making. So, right? Your life is your making. What what you're given and what you make out of it, it's 
up to you. You can make it into this blissful, joyful thing that's happening, or you can make it into misery. It's your choice, because you're smart enough to fucking make the choice. So I want to throw a wrench in this whole religious conversation real quick. Oh, it's religious. Uh, I thought it was metaphysical. Whatever. Same difference. I thought it was Facebook. <laughs> it is Facebook vitriol. Give me that. So check this out. What it... Okay. Shots, let's go. Shots, let's We're go. We're going. We're going. Do you think it is possible that we could ever transfer our consciousness to a hard drive? No. It might have already happened. I think we can transfer uh, memories to hard drives, but... Uh, we've, con- proved, we've proven we can do that. I, that just, exists on my phone. I don't know how to describe... Consciousness. It would have to be an open source space. Uh-huh. But check this out. What if that's the evolution that allows us to travel to different worlds is that we somehow manage to manifest ourselves as robots with only the consciousness downloaded onto a hard drive. That's still physical. What? what it's still physical, but it's also... What's, what's wrong with the hardware we already have? The hardware we have is, is, is like Temporary. an avocado, bro. You open that shit up and it dies. No, yeah. no. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> We came with hardware. Why it, can't you yeah. tap into it now? Our hardware is fucked. That's why we invented tanks. No, dude. no, <laughs> no. This is what I was trying to get to earlier. He thinks our software can transcend. This is he a, thinks our hardware is fucked. This is important. This is the most important thing I'm going to say tonight. Think. This human mechanism is the most sophisticated mechanism on the planet. Right now. So far. Fuck with me. No, <laughs> right no. now. Seriously. Right now. Cheers. Cheers. Right? Y'all follow me? Yep. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah, right now. Sure. This human mechanism, all these other mechanisms, TVs, planes, fucking, all that bullshit came out of a human. It came out of a human. This is the most sophisticated thing. This human mechanism. Why, why is this human mechanism, if it can create planes and automobiles and internets and all this bullshit, wars, loving people, But are you God. denying our ability to transcend and evolve into something that doesn't require oxygen and water? No. What I'm saying is, why can't this human evolve and transcend water and oxygen and air? Why is that a limitation? I think y'all are why, talking about the same thing. We why, are. <laughs> what oh. Well, hey, dude, we're on the same page. What am I saying, though? You know what I'm saying? We're on, why not? Why not transcend those? Things? The difference is, Chris, you're talking about putting it on hardware and, and like maintaining memory, whereas he's talking about like consciousness and embracing that as a whole. Like you, Chris, you got that mechanism right now. You, Blake, you got it right now. Me, Gator. Got it right now. Right. I got the mechanism. But if we as I can a talk about it, could evolve and find a way to give our consciousness to hardware that doesn't expire. It's individual, though. So entropy, that, that gets me back into entropy, right? Like it's going to expire. Everything's going to expire. But even your own body's going to expire. Everything physical is going to expire. Well, the I mean, food yeah. in your fridge is going to so expire. So this is where I'm going to come back you to you, You can still Gator. kill like, robots, I, dude. I, I've seen Robot Wars. I'm... I, tend to agree more with gator here in this regard in that uh if there is something outside of what we're experiencing then it's not going to be based in like matter or mass it's nothingness everything comes from nothingness then it's everythingness it's not because it goes back into nothingness think about deep space think about nothingness are the same thing think about infinity Seriously. <laughs> That's a, like a million bajillion dollars, man. Might as well be zero. Might as well be zero. No, fuck you guys. Think about space for a second. <laughs> no, come on. We got to wrap it up.
We'll wrap it up after space. Think about space. Dude, I've never been good at wrapping it up or pulling it out. I'm just saying. Look at empty space. <laughs> you have all this empty space and all this little salt and pepper flakes out there. Oh, it's there. full of dark matter, dude. Well, and some poop too, but... Most of the universe is dark matter. We just don't experience it. Yeah. So Blake's reading abilities are up. You can find it at whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. Yeah, you've been reading Audible. <laughs> The Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show, there's links to our Patreon account with pledges starting at just $1 a month at whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. You can also find links to the show no matter how you choose to listen. We're on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, Pandora, Audible, everywhere. So look us up. There's also live feeds to our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're on the That's Not Canon Network. There's tons of great podcasts, uh, like people that are way smarter than us. If you want to dive more into like these types of conversations, they've got podcasts dedicated to this shit. Go check it out. Most importantly, if you made it this far into the show, you're a bad motherfucker. Go to our website, whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. Click that bad motherfucker link. It literally says bad motherfucker link. Your donations keep the show going. This is what allows us to keep bringing that fire, to keep drinking these bottles, keep making you laugh. So go to the website, click the link, subscribe. There's some perks there too. Once you become a member, like you might get some. So go see what's up. Go to whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. Donate to our Patreon. New episodes every Monday. New content all the time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>